Good morning. Good Friday morning, Four Oaks Community Church. Pastor Paul, it is January 26th. So glad that you have jumped on board for this last installment of our pastoral devotionals for this week. We have been camping out in Matthew 15, verses 29 through 39, the feeding of the 4,000. And so we're going to draw that um, that discussion to a close today, and then, of course, um, preach on this passage on Sunday. But tell you what, let me just read the text, and let's jump in and wrap things up. Verse 29, And Jesus went on from there and walked beside the Sea of Galilee. And he went up on the mountain and sat down there. And great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. And they put them at his feet, and he healed them, so that the crowd wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to him, Where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven and a few small fish. And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish. And having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up seven baskets full of the broken pieces left over. Those who ate were 4,000 men besides women and children. And after sending away the crowds, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. So I want to talk about the Overton window. Now, what is the Overton window? It's, it's an economic term. It's a political term. It just talks about the the area that designates what we would typically say um, falls into a range of acceptability. Uh, and this could be applied to a whole host of, of contexts. So let me, let me just give you an example. The, the Overton window for the kind of service that, that I would expect at Whataburger is different than the Overton window of the kind of uh, behavior or service I would expect um, at El Luso, okay? One of my favorite restaurants here in town. So there's there, there's a whole range of things in terms of cost, service, how long you wait, do the mess your order up, that, that would be acceptable, okay, at Whataburger. There's a, lar there's a rather large Overton window versus at El Luso where because you're paying a premium price, you have higher level of expectations, okay? Um, a, more, a, a higher expectation of service, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. Well, I think what we have in this passage is the shattering of the spiritual Overton window in the Gospels. And, and, here, and here's what I mean. So the Overton window, as it relates to spirituality and, and the Jews, was that um, not only was the, the, the Messiah going to be Jewish, of course, but he was going to lead the Jewish nation state out of the oppression of Rome and to defeat the pagans, the Gentiles, the Goyim, okay, which is a, another term for those who are, are non-Jews, right? And 
Um, and, and predominantly to this point, Jesus's ministry has been focused um, almost exclusively in Israel on Jewish people, okay? Now, we saw that the Overton window um, was being stretched last week, right? Jesus heals the daughter of this Canaanite woman. And you can imagine that there would be on the part of the readers and the disciples at the time, a, a kind of a, a, a begrudging reluctance at what Jesus has done here, right? Um, it's, it's, he has healed and interacted with, with this Gentile. Um, he has led her to a point of faith. And th th there could be certainly a begrudging, reluctant um, acceptance of this, okay? But what Jesus does in this passage is just obliterates the Overton window, shatters it. Because now Jesus is not only interacting, engaging, touching one Gentile woman, he's engaging, touching, interacting, feeding, eating with 20,000 Gentiles, right? And this would have just been absolutely mind-blowing for them. This would have been the clearest statement yet that Jesus's gospel, um, the, the, the gospel of the kingdom wasn't just for Jews, it was meant for the world, it was meant for the nations, it was meant for the goyim, those who were far off. And here, minds would have been blown. Now, this mindset, okay, that salvation was for the Jews and that this resulted in um, such a dramatic separation from the Gentiles, it was so ingrained, right? that it took the church a generation really to, to, to work through this as it relates to Jewish and Gentile Christians. But I, but, but I don't wanna talk anymore about them. I wanna talk about you, I wanna talk about me. I wanna talk about today. And I want you to think about who, when you think about your, over, your spiritual Overton window of, of, of people that you think are in the range of acceptability um, of being a part of the kingdom, of being a part of the church, of, of being able to, to have their lives transformed by the gospel of grace, how big is that window? Um, who's, who's in the window, who's not in the window? In other words, what, what group of people, set of people, specific people, individual people, could be a whole way of looking at this, right? In your mind, while you may not say they're not eligible for the kingdom of God, we, we know that's not true, but in your heart, you kind of believe that. In your heart, you feel like this group, this segment of society or culture or person is so antithetical to the, to the gospel, to the grace of God, to the things of the kingdom. They seem so counterintuitive. They seem so um, militant, right? against God's truth that I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want to engage them, talk to them, pray for them, love them. Now, granted, we don't oftentimes use that sort of raw language in describing this, but, but it's functionally how many of us live. And, and we all have that image in our mind of, of the goyim, okay? The spiritual goyim, goyim, with us being, of course, the religious folks, that are just anathema, off limits, uh, ritually undefiled. 
And I would simply ask you, I'd ask me, ask all of us, where does that Overton window need to be shattered? Where does that spiritual window need to be obliterated? Um, where do you and I need new eyes and hearts and faith to see God's purposes among even those who are far off? Because at the time, please understand this, um, it would have been very easy for the Jews, in fact, they did, to see the goyim as unreachable. I mean, these were polytheists. They promoted slavery. They exploited um, men and women. They killed, they maimed, they conquered. I mean, these were the people in their minds who were uh, entirely antithetical to the things of God. But Jesus shows up and he says, my heart breaks for them. They're sheep without a shepherd. And even they are not outside of the grace of God. Super convicting, right? Because all of us have that spiritual Overton window that doesn't include someone, doesn't include some group, doesn't include some sort of um, affiliation or, or, or person or organization or whatever. We, we all have it. What is it for you? What is it for me? And I would simply say, don't resolve to be better. Don't resolve to be open. Just start praying for that person. Just start praying for that group. Just start praying for um, God to do a work of grace in your heart. You've heard me say this before, hard to pray with people, hard to, to be angry with people that you've been praying for. So pray, 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 and let's see God bring revival to our age and to see him transform lives just like he does here in Matthew 15. Okay, that's all I got. Hope you have a great weekend. All the Four Oaks women going on the women's retreat. Hope you guys have a great time. See all of you, uh, the, the, the remnant, the chosen, the faithful few on Sunday. And um, look forward to that then. Let's pray. Lord, go before us. Give us spiritual eyes to see, hearts to know you, faith to, to, to trust that you can do anything for anyone at any time. And so, Lord, we pray that it would be so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. See you Monday.